I like what you said about you can't give up, and I like what you said that it's just not in the right hands because I do think that not giving up will put your product in the right hands, and you will you'll find an audience that you didn't expect to acquire. I um, I I got some really bad news. <laughs> I forgot to hit the record. You. I was wondering because I looked down and I could not see the record button. On it was there. it was underneath the oh, edge. No. Yeah, we've just been having a pleasant conversation. Oh, it was a good conversation. It was so good. We'll never capture that again. <laughs> but to be fair, are those not recording? Those are. But guess what's not on those? The audio. Claps. Audio. Audio's not on that. I was like, I I could I could splice it in using just those cameras, and then I realized that no, I I can't. Claps. Welcome. To mind your own small business, I just made a huge mistake and lost 15 minutes of footage, but it's still better than a coffee break and cheaper than therapy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, that hurts. It was a really good conversation, too. Ah, yeah. And and we missed it. Now we're going to have to make you a checklist. We missed it. That's process. (laughs) Oh, and it comes full circle. You want to talk about process. To be fair, we did go way not just creative design process, but like Uh internal processes. We we went off we off there was a whole thing about fingerprints and (laughs) animaniacs. Conjugal visits. (laughs) Oh conjugating verbs. Conjugating verbs we came out to (laughs) tomato potato. Same thing. Oh my goodness. Anyways, I'm Brian. Michael, pepperoni, and Thomas. (laughs) Last time before you hit record, the joke was: See, do we repeat the same jokes? No, No, you can't. It's lightning in a bottle. You can't. You can't just lightning in a bottle. It just speaking of processes. Anyways, isn't that a sting song? Maybe lightning Lightning in a bottle. bottle. Yeah, yeah. Ten seconds. Well, no. (laughs) If you're singing it, you're fine. Because you're going to be so off too, and there's no way they're going to find you. Well, you, you quoted that Elton John song before we hit record. Which one? When I'm pissing in the wind. <laughs> that, I don't know if I've heard that one. It's, oh. It was a remake. Oh, it, was okay. on his, it was on track, other side, oh, track B. Oh, that's oh, that's how you get goodness. everyone angry at you. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm angry at myself, but I, I owned up to it. I made the mistake. I would have just hit record and kept going, but that's uh, me. it oh, that's wouldn't have made any sense because we have no audio up just until come, that point. It would have just come in at a certain point. Okay, so last time Brian got yelled at because the the now returning guest has not been introduced on what he does and the things that he is good Wait, at. I want to know what, what, what was this? Where did the criticism come from? My brother. So so we had the one where that's... we did. Um, uh, the episode where we had which one? The one of, no, you weren't you, here. You were here. It was Brian McKellar oh, yeah. and Rob Burns. Rob oh. were on, and he's like, "Who? Wh- why?" And it's like, "We just had lunch together. How come you don't know who they are?" We just inter- we didn't we didn't introduce them. Introduce them. We yeah. we told him what their names were, and he's like, "Yeah, wh- why what do they do? Why, why are, are they, they on the podcast? What relevance do they have?" And so we we never said that, and That's like, good. and I don't know if we ever went into details of like what you do, but if you want yeah. to introduce so, yourself, so I again, again, <laughs> Michael Voorhees, and I do uh, do product development. I've been doing product development for about fifteen years, and uh, I've done a lot of uh, really fun. Uh, high market value. High. I don't know what's a good way to put that. It's not like it's not like low end products on a big market. It's high end products on a smaller market. On a specific market. 
I say uh, high, high end niche, high end niche products high that niche. yeah, that, that focused. You have created a billion dollar product. I have, yeah, which yeah. doesn't seem so niche. Correct, if it's a billion dollars. Yeah, hmm. depends That's... how much each one costs. One I, billion dollars a piece. <laughs> yeah. I could, I could I sell one. one. If, yeah. if if you sell a thousand hundred million dollar products, then <laughs> I know math's wrong there. <laughs> Don't like, do math on here. We go. Time. Yeah, it won't I, work I don't out. do math in, in public. Carry the one. That that is more. So it would be ten hundred million dollars. Number three, my lord. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah. So that's that's pretty amazing. And and you were actually saying on the way over here, you were helping someone set up quality control processes this week, right? Yeah, absolutely. So that I realized right away when I got into working with a manufacturer that is not far from here that process is huge right because what they had was all these products they were making and there was about 10 components and the guys on the assembly line were going this one doesn't fit with that one though this one works and then okay this doesn't work here and it was like this whole puzzle thing and i was like ooh. so i actually went to i was going to college at the time and i talked to one of the teachers a professor and i said what what do I do? How do I fix this? And he goes, do you need to work on a process and you need tolerancing things? And so he helped me work through it and really helped the company. They realized the value in what I could do. And he basically turned me loose on a whole bunch of new products. And now they've sold over a billion dollars worth of stuff. So did they just not have like quality control in place so that they were making things with different tolerances or what was causing it like uh, not like work. drawings not having tolerancing so then it's like you know the machinist is going to hit it as close as he can but does that is that close enough oh oh that's interesting um it, it, it becomes a problem when you if you're making one pair of headphones that's not too uh-huh. bad but when you're making a million and you've got probably what 50 components or 80 components in that set of headphones when things don't fit together it's not good no, it's not. And then, the, then just from the logistical side of it, of putting it together, if like you said, if pieces don't fit, then it takes you go from paying an employee, let's just say for argument's sake and money, you're making ten dollars an hour putting these headphones together. For every hour that they spend incorrectly, it's costing you. Not only is it costing you ten dollars, but it's no, actually it's costing, costing you more. more because of yeah. loss of time, product. Then the wages of the employee, like as yeah, no, it adds, adds, it adds up. up. It cascades, and you sure. also need a smarter employee to know also how true. to put it. Like, yeah. like that's it's kind of harsh to say that, but if you have someone who's not doesn't have the presence of thought to figure out how to solve the puzzle, if the po- uh, pieces don't always fit, then you get no headphones, even though someone could have made it work. That's that's because like. I keep on thinking of like my business, which is uh, small quantity manufacturing. Like we we make projects to order, and how it would apply. But the thing is that me and my wife, we make these products from scratch, so we know them inside and so out. So here's a potential problem you've got coming up. Uh-huh. I'm just just gonna throw a hypothetical scenario out there. This year you built all these these Easter things a certain uh-huh. way. Next year you say we need to change something there, and now those two parts that you changed out might not interchange with what you did last year. And so somebody comes to you this next year and says, hey, I want to put a, a cross on it this year where I put a tree on it last year. And you're like, 
oh, so now you've got to be able to make sure that it's, make sure it's that backwards it's compatible. Backwards compatible. Yeah. So there's, I deal with things like that all day. Interesting. Or you take the Microsoft approach and say, <laughs> got to buy a new Xbox. Microsoft. Not backwards compatible. <laughs> Apple. They, they produce a new phone. And you're like, oh, you have to get a new dongle so you can listen to that. Use your old headphones. Oh, those dongles. I'll get you. <laughs> you're not wrong. Look, look at you, this, this thing. Like, I have 90 different things so that I can plug in three USB cords. When he says 90, just for the audience, he means two. I means two. So just, <laughs> yeah. He's, he's overemphasizing the number of dongles. It, it's called hyperbole. <laughs> <laughs> I can't talk. Yeah. Anywho. So anyway, process is huge, and and that's 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 process for building stuff. And then, you know, there's, like, it, it's more important than I think a lot of startup, smaller businesses think it is. A hundred percent. So I you find totally companies agree. that are founded in process, like Amazon, is super founded in process. Like, you know, almost to its. Almost at times. too much oh, sometimes. Yeah. Agreed. Where, where but, people were afraid to take bathroom breaks because they expected you to follow a schedule to like X amount. Yeah. And they, they got they got in trouble for that. And then you have me that I just like, I want to make this. And so I make it. And then I have a sister who runs my business when I'm out of town for a week. And it's like she doesn't know how to do anything. She had no idea. And it's like, oh yeah, you just you gotta find this random file on my computer. Don't worry, nothing's labeled. So <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. just search it and then and then it, it's that is one thing that me and my wife need to do really bad is that we're constantly workshopping, creating new models, and we do not have a good filing system yet. And so I needed to cut a, a piece out last night. Because I forgot to cut it out here, and I started going through the files, and I could not, for the life of me, find it on the computer it was designed on. So I had to go onto our Google Drive, download it again, and then cut it because we just we don't have a good filing system right now. So that that is one process that we need to put in place. Is and I keep on telling her, you need to have an old versions file and move everything that's not current yeah there's nothing more annoying to me than to get into somebody's file and they go um product x uh new uh product x new new (laughs) product x the newest or or they'll put um i'm not kidding you it happens all the time new and then new 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 yeah, new 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 x5 or the funniest one too is like New to the six. The uh, <laughs> yes, they're like this is the final version of this, and you're like, no, this is not the final version of it, and that is why I'm here right now. Oh my goodness! So yeah. something that Anthony and I have discussed when we get employees that uh, get and we're getting kind of frustrated at is oftentimes it's not the people, it's the process. Yeah, it's the process. It's it's not that the people are incompetent. I mean, sometimes people are incompetent, right? We all know incompetent people. But a lot, many, sleeping many... Non, sleeping on, sleeping on, bathroom floors. <laughs> you wouldn't oh. have anybody do that. But, uh, that that's weird. <laughs> that's dirty. But uh, I, I feel like that's a lot... Because, you know, I have... Being an entrepreneur, I'm very disorganized in a number of, of... You know, for anyone looking on the outside end. But in my mind, 
it actually it all makes frust- sense. It all makes sense. It absolutely makes sense. Yeah. I'm like, of course, that's where it is. Like, why why wouldn't it be? Why over wouldn't there? it be there? And even if it's completely inefficient to someone outside looking in, I look at it. I'm like, well, no, we want to keep those sandals there because of you know, and that and the ladder stays there because of this and because of that. And so even if I'm walking, you know, an extra. 1700 steps a day going in between different locations in the warehouse it's that's I, i've always cut the ends off the ham to make that analogy right for those of you who don't know this analogy it's it's uh, you know someone is cooking a ham and they cut the ends off and and uh the husband or whoever Pause. says i'll tell it sorry grandma wife or grandma daughter and then granddaughter in the kitchen cooking a ham Daughter is cutting the ends off, says to mom, why are we cutting the ends off? I don't know. Mom, why are we cutting the ends off the ham? Mom says, that's because when I had the pan in the early days, that's how it fit in the pan was having to cut the ends off. And the mom or, in the, or the daughter and the granddaughter had to continue cutting, continue the, cutting the ends off the ham because that, they thought that's the way it was all. I was like, that's they cook a ham. literally talked about that in Tesla. So they were making a Tesla car. And there was this manufacturing process, like, hey, why are we doing this? It's like, that's because quality control says we need it. And then they go to quality control, and it's like, that's because uh, someone else says they need it. And then it turns out that they both thought the other person needed it and just left in the design, which added a whole, like, extra process in, like, making the, the base floor plate. And like, oh, no, we don't need that. And so by sitting down the heads and talking to them, they were able to remove this extra process in manufacturing that ended up saving them time and money. And it's something where as as you get bigger, um, it comes harder because you have these individual ecosystems that are making an idea, sending it off to someone else, and then they're taking that idea without any information on why that idea is the way it is and then running with it. And... Oh man, that's sorry. I interrupted you. No, that's it's fine because it's it's organically moving and flowing. Have the you right seen direction. any of the videos of uh, a dad will ask their kids to write down all the steps to make a peanut butter and jelly oh, sandwich, yep. and then make the sandwich just the way? And it's like the kids like, no, you just make the sandwich. <laughs> yeah, but that's how you feel, right? Like you feel that every day, and somebody's you're like, you just put the shoes in the bag, and you take this little tag, and you put it in there, right? But which way do they cook together, and yeah, which way does it like check the quantities, right? Making sure that there's if they order two, don't accidentally put one in. I was laughing one day because I saw a note down on the downstairs by the laser that you had written on the thing is about how to mark a box with quantities. Mm, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Because that was a process. It was because otherwise we're on the corner. Up. Yeah, they they can be anywhere on the box. That that is the number one thing when I work at warehouses is how to label boxes is ingrained into you immediately because they want to know exactly what's in the box and how many are in the box. Right. And off sometimes the bat. a lot more than that. But uh-huh. yes, and even where to scan. Like if you have barcodes and you just oh, stick them true. wherever on the box, and you, or you you come up and here's a box, and the barcode is on the other side of it, so yeah. you have to like turn. No, you want to be able to just zap. Unless you're running an RFID, you want to zap every single one of those barcodes mm-hmm. at the same right time. then and there. And so you can just go up a stack and down a stack, and they all have to be the same amounts. You know, it's like, well, I was able to fit one more in this one. No, no. That's a not case helpful. is twenty three units. Right? Mm. Don't. Don't say, well, I could squeeze it Don't in. Don't mess with the process. Yeah, the process. <laughs> Trust the process. But then it's funny because then you say, well, 23, like that's a weird number. It's like, uh-huh. yeah, because that's how many units generally fit in a 
24 by 16 by 12. And you say, why, why do you that? have a box size that's 24, 16 by 12? Well, because when we first started, that fit six shoe boxes exactly. And that is the largest size that you can get without getting an oversized charge from UPS. That's fascinating. But it won't hold 24. No, nope. it holds 20, 23. No, it holds 24 if you go with smaller size. If you go size down. Yeah, but your there bigger you sizes don't fit it. And so you have to fit 23. And now you're carrying a different box. Okay. And, yeah, yeah. Question for you. <laughs> so this has to do with processes. How often do you look at your processes and scrutinize them? <clears throat> we just fire well, the people. And instead of making new processes, <laughs> we just get rid of just all of somebody else. It's, it's, the person who that person obviously can't do. Like no, a, we make the process, and new people come on, and they're like, "This is odd." You're like, "Okay, cool. See ya. Bring on somebody else." Because like, follow our process, or you're fired. Okay, pretty this, much. But this oh. literally happened <laughs> yesterday when <clears throat> someone we have working in our warehouse right now. Uh, she was like, "Here, I did this according to what Anthony's like." Thank you so much. For doing it my way, because that's just, he spent the time on the process. He studied it. You say, how often do we review it? Honestly, it's when someone else yeah. comes in. When I'm there's, when there's a new person. Yeah, and when there's a Outside problem, eyes. Right? And I, you're like. I, I, I argue it's not even when there's a problem. I, I don't if think there's a problem, you just roll over the problem with the process. <laughs> and and, and a lot oh, well. of the times you, you, you said it, that you'll fire the person who doesn't follow your process. Because I, I, I said fired. They quit. But okay. it made me feel more authoritative. No, no yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they weren't happy. Like, but I, I've, I've been in ones like that where it's like, hey, why, why are you doing it this way? It's like, because this is the fastest is the way. way. And, and it's like, this is the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I think a lot of people look at, look at saying, okay, we've got to develop a process to do this. And they go, well, I know how to do that. And it just seems like anybody else ought to be able to just do it the way I'm doing it easy yeah. enough, right? And they see the the creation of the process taking too long and eating up too much of their very important time. And it's not worth it on the front end to spend that money to make that happen. And so they end up with big problems on the on the other end of it, you know, because, you know, if somebody, a case was 23 and they send out, they're like, but I could get 26 to fit in there. Now your inventory count is off somewhere else. Yep. And that can cause you a lot of problems. Sure does. Even if they look at it and they say, well, if I can fit 26, it's going to save you one box out of every 12. And that saves you, you know, let's say you've got 100 boxes. Well, those boxes are $2 a piece. Look, I just saved you an extra $12. But because... The, the, it messes other things up. It, 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 oh, man, that's crazy. That, that brings up, remember, who was I talking to the other day where I said, when things are worse, like, your life can get better? Yeah. So there, there's a philosophy, I forget what it's called, or a theory, that we put up with a certain level of crap because we don't want to deal with change. Yeah. And when we hit that crap threshold, we're, we're ready to make that change, and arguably our life is better after. And so if we were to move that threshold down... We would be happier people because we deal with problems sooner. Okay, comment on that. So I uh-huh. work for a company. And Your brain is like moving. Oh, it's it's all over the place. We're, just... we're still we're we're still operating like we make a million dollars a year, but we make eight. <laughs> and <laughs> wow, it's not good in so many ways. <laughs> and we need so many processes for so many things. I could literally work full time for the next six months developing process of things that we already do 
the company sees that as a huge waste of time and in some of it might be. And the biggest thing that I keep trying to reiterate with everybody I talk about processes with, it just needs to be simple. It needs to be super simple. You don't need to make a book that just this big full of everything because nobody's going to use it. Yeah. It needs to be simple. It needs to be a sticky note on the wall where the person's putting the things in the boxes, just like I saw downstairs. Ew. Oh, my word. Okay. And so. it also to be something that, like, uh, you, someone can pick up with minimal training. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Because, like, that, that's the big thing. As soon as a process has, like, more than 10, 12, 15 steps. Like, if I'm writing a process for the receptionist downstairs, I don't need to tell her how to turn the computer on. Uh-huh. Yeah, I just need to let her know what to, how to... And if they don't have to turn on the computer, yeah. then you need to hire a new receptionist. So, oh gosh, yeah, there's a lot. Okay, so so first of all, and I know we're not going to get into this uh-huh. here in this one, because I think this is a little bit, there's a few steps further than we want to go, but studying things like Six Sigma, mm-hmm. Toyota Way, yes. you know, getting things I, like Kanban car, you know. All, I studied Sixes. Yeah, this, this whole idea. So when I did my master's, the uh-huh. reason I went back and did my master's pro- program, which was really weird because people are like, why are you going to go back? You're an entrepreneur. Why do you need to do that? And I said, because I need to make Anthony's life miserable, <laughs> which is what happened. But I went back because- I earned it. Oh, I earned that. I saw. Worry. You got I your master's saw. right alongside him. No. You didn't get the paper. I'm no master's student. <laughs> I'm no master's you student. You saw what? He already went to school for like nine years. <laughs> right. He's a doctor in- <laughs> Honorary. Honorary. Ness. Botswana's top online <laughs> university. So that was one of the reasons I went back is because I said when my company as my company grows, I don't want to be in that situation. You know, where you have two farm boys that that created a really awesome product and they're really good at managing a five million dollar setup but they're not really good at managing a $50 million setup. And there are several companies in town that I, I watch struggle through those kinds of, uh, of elements. But a couple of things that I wanted to bring forward, just I'm just going to dump these ideas on the table because they're all just rattling around. Number one, this reminds me a lot of when you go through like a spring cleaning, mm. like you just deal with, you have, uh, you go with clutter blindness is what they call it, mm-hmm. right? So like in my bedroom, I have, um, let me take you to my bedroom. In my bedroom, we have, uh, I have a desk. And the desk was there because I'm like, I'm going to study on this desk. This desk is here because I am going to wake up in the morning. I'm going to journal right. I'm going to do these great things. So what does the desk become? It becomes a flat surface. Flat surface. That you can that put collect clothes stuff. on. That you, yes. Clothes, stuff, uh, a keyboard, ukuleles, whatever, right? It's just, it's got stuff. And then after a while, you just kind of accept the fact that, that's where it goes until a couple it reaches, of times you go and clean it off. Yeah, move it enough so that you can put new yeah. stuff on it. Uh-huh. But you just get to this point where you have this clutter blindness. And I feel like that, you know, we talk about from a $1 million to an $8 million company, this idea that the, those processes are just the same. And just kind of, it's fine. You walk around, you know, that the hamper of laundry that's in the wrong spot so many times that eventually that just becomes your new process. Yeah, that's, that's And it happens haphazardly. Goes. But when you finally get to that breaking point and you're like, fine, we're going to move, you know, moving people say that, that three moves are the same as a fire, right? My, my grandfather said that three moves is as good as a fire. So, mm-hmm. you know, because you're constantly just shedding stuff that you've accumulated over the years. You know, we've been in the same home for, uh, what was that, 12 years now. And yeah, you better believe that we've got an accumulation of stuff that is like, maybe we'll use that, whatever. Anyway, that's not where I'm going. So the last thing I wanted to throw on here <clears throat> um, 
is you were mentioning that your boss feels like that's a waste of time to go there and improve processes. And that is a very stereotypical thing. I've, I've, I, we've, t- I've talked about this. I learned this from another mentor of mine about finders, minders, and grinders, that basically finders are like 30,000-foot view, C-level people, right? Minders are like managers, and grinders are those that are just getting things done. The problem is, is oftentimes those who should be at a 30,000-foot view get put in as grinders because they know what they're doing, it's easy to move them there. And if you're the owner, you like being in the trenches. You want to work in the trenches. You don't want to be looking at financial statements all day. And so what happens is when you're not looking at a 30,000-foot view, of course you want to keep running it like it was a $1 million company because you don't see – you have no person on the watchtower. You have no lighthouse to light the way. It's just you on the beach picking up seashells with everyone else, and no one has any idea whether or not there's a wave coming – you know, a mile away and to try and move everyone off the beach. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's just, it, that happens a lot, especially yeah. when you're a startup and you're trying to figure everything out. So, I mean, do you see that where the, because the owner is still the main guy that's yeah doing what he's doing, right? So, yeah. so he's, he's, he's in the trenches every day and he comes in way too early because he feels he's got way too much to do and he spends most of his day doing remedial things that he doesn't need to do and it i i feel like between myself and another coworker, that between the two of us we've got more vision for that company than he does because he's he's so set in just the way he's doing it now is there is it an eight million dollar company because he's been in the trenches like is it mm. i mean you you can see this from this outside perspective maybe but you don't know maybe him and if he were to take a step back, things would start to implode. Uh, I think that that's that's a good reason why we need better processes, right? Because he's eventually he's going to retire, right? Or hopefully, like, or, or maybe. <laughs> I mean, no, hopefully for him. Yeah, sure. You know what I mean? <laughs> hopefully for him that he feels that. like someday he can retire, you know, and or that you know that he could take a step back or that he could pursue other interests or spend more time hunting or whatever he wants to do. Or just retire, right? You get to the yeah. end of your yeah, career. Yeah. And and that he can have it set up in a way that it continues to provide an income for him until he until he dies. I've found that with every every entrepreneur uh that I've joined and and come on as a as a helper. Mm-hmm. I've found that um it is not uncommon for the owners or starters of those companies to be overwhelmed with wearing too many hats. And I've decided myself that it was like, how many of those hats could I accumulate or could I wear for them so that they could move and do things that they actually enjoy doing? Right. That's totally what and I meant. Like, as I've done that, the, the people that I've been with have flourished. You were, it's a great example of, of here. Of what we were able to do, and I don't mean to pat myself on the back, um, but <laughs> I did sell out of product in three months. <laughs> um, but as soon as I was able to alleviate the things that were headaches for Thomas, the more that Thomas was able to work on things that he enjoyed doing, and because he enjoyed doing them, then he was he flourished in doing that, and then the company grew because he's the one that started it, and he's the one that had the 
the the the passion for it, and as soon as that passion was able to be channeled in the right areas, then the well, uh, and our, our to that point, our owner has developed, you know, designed a lot of the initial products that have got him this far, right? Um, and I think really, if he would take a, a bigger step back and look at the whole picture and not be worried about making one small thing for this person, one small thing for that person, or whoever answers, it feels like whoever. Whoever he answers the phone call is who's important, you know, and it's it's like that kind of stuff needs to be passed on to somebody else. And you can like lift yourself up here and and we can create a vision that we can all see and we know where the ship's going. So with that, that actually this reminds me of a very interesting. There was a business that I used to follow was Rooster Teeth, if you guys know them. Um, you guys probably they're 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 a media entertainment co- company. Sorry, just to clarify, you said Rooster Teeth. Yeah, they wanted to name their company Cockbite, <laughs> but they realized they couldn't get advertisers, so they changed it to Rooster Teeth. Um, <laughs> that should give you an idea of what the company was like. Uh, they uh, the the main guy who started the company. Uh, just made this, it was called Machinima. They used a video game of Halo to make a, a, a show. And it took off and started making a lot of money. And the creator of the series realized that he didn't want to be that, that bird's eye person who develops processes. So he specifically brought someone in and hired them to take that over so that he could... That's why a lot of owners eventually have to hire a CEO. Yeah, yeah. And so that's that's what he did. So it sounds like in your case, it's not necessarily that the owner needs to like, stop doing what he does and do that. He just needs to find someone who will step back and do that for him. Oh. And, and there's been multiple and, and of sounds us, like that's what and you guys me and too. another guy that's working there right now are like, please let me help you help yourself. Yeah. Like, I really want help to do me? this. He goes, help well, you. you know, like... Yeah, things like he'll say things like, "Well, nobody wants to sit around and you know develop a process to do something and work on that all day long." And I'm kind of like, "Yeah, actually, my mind flourishes there." Like yeah, I do. There's a great quote in. This is gonna sound weird at the at the beginning of this statement, but there's a great quote in Batman Begins when son of a gun. When is that where the quote starts? Yeah, <laughs> son of a gun. Son of a gun. No, um, metal Batman. Uh, Bruce Wayne, little Bruce Wayne, kid Bruce Wayne, uh-huh. is on the train with his his parents in Gotham City, and they're traveling to the the, the theater where eventually Bruce Wayne's parents get murdered. Spoilers, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sorry. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Movie's like 15 years old. But... By Catwoman <laughs> and the Green Lantern. No, um. <laughs> so, I. <laughs> They pass Wayne Tower as they're going in the plane and or in the plane, the train. Goodness, Plains, and trains, Bruce Wayne asks his dad, "Is that where you work?" And uh, Thomas Wayne, I think uh-huh. is his name, yes. says, uh, "No, I work at the hospital. Uh, I leave the running of the company to better men." And Bruce Wayne looks at his dad and with a, a puzzled look and says, "Better men." And Thomas Wayne says, "Well, more interested men." And I've always liked that quote because it was like he leaves the running of the company to people that enjoy the running of the company, even though he is the namesake of the company and he is able to do what he enjoys 
of the company, but he leaves the CEO and all the C-level stuff to people that enjoy doing that and are probably, frankly, better than he is at doing those things, but he is the founder of the company. That's exactly the way the company I worked for in Boise was that way. The owner of the company is a huge, uh, mostly distribution, but we did a lot of product development of our own in-house brands, and um, the the owner, you would find him frequently like working in the warehouse. Like he just, and he was always like working with the warehouse employees and trying to work through things and how he was going to have it organized and all these things. He loved that part of the business. He loved being there, boots on the ground, doing the the grinder style work. Um, he was still had big vision for the company, but he left up the running and the operations to to other people More interested that men. were people that were interested in doing that yeah. because he was not interested in doing that part of it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so two two things to kind of like focus us again because we haven't gone into actually establishing any processes, just the importance of it. Because I would like to touch on that because I think that's important. And then the second one is. <laughs> How do you know when to, because we've talked about like the decluttering and all that stuff. How do you change up your processes before it's a problem? Oh, do you need to wait for it to be a problem? I or a bad example can you, of this. <laughs> I think that that's how most of the world operates, right, though? It's like. I've got a problem. If, it, a if it ain't, water's if coming it in the door, broke, I gotta don't fix it. Yeah, and so then, but then, but then you, pretty soon you just you keep putting it's broke, a, another level on the threshold of the door, yeah. and the water's coming in. Well, but the thing is right? that if you have an airplane, you don't want to wait till it's broken to fix it, especially if it breaks during flight. I think they do. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I hope not. that's well, and that's fair. I mean, I guess if, if it comes down and they look around and everything's. I mean, looks get, okay. It looks okay. I mean, I guess if there's a loose bolt, maybe they they, they touch up the bolts. I well, guess yeah, I don't yeah. know. Well, I'm not an they, aeronautic they, they, they do, they scientist. Do. Hang on. Maybe we've just discovered something. This whole like chicken egg thing. Like, do you are processes created to before prevent. there's problems, or are processes created it's because, because of problems. problems? Whether you're yeah, are you a reactionary to your problems, or are you? Are you uh, what would be the word? Uh, I would say you are very, you are very forethought. Yeah, proactive. you're very proactive. Proactive. Uh, you know, I'm going to argue and say that most, most of the, the world, world is not that way. No, they I'm wait gonna... till an airplane falls out of the sky and it's like, how do we? Make oh, sure that this ever look at the Boeing, the Boeing 737 Max. I wrote on okay. one. Oh, I wrote on one from from uh, Long Beach, California to San Jose, and I got on and I was like, the little pamphlets in the thing, and I was like, Max, Max, wait. That's the – these things have fallen all over the place in the world. We're going to die. Now, I mean, you look no, at they it. Complete, it was basically a software update that they had to do. Uh-huh. Man. So, and, but that was, that was the problem. So, oh, okay, this is – I have so many emotions in this one today, this, this discussion. <laughs> because here's – well, it, it comes back to what I asked about, about your – the individual that you work for, and that is – Oftentimes, so if, if if you come in, wow, we're all getting. Is it my turn today. next? Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> it's a busy day. Apparently, it is, well, it's Friday it should be busy. Uh-huh. So the the challenge that I have is this: is it's that whole if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But when you have somebody that's up high, they should be able. And I say up high, meaning that you have somebody that's in that watchtower that can look for the storm. Senior level management. Yeah, that isn't 
douchey senior level management, right? Yeah. Like, like you don't want to have a senior level management that's just there for the title. You want them there to have that, as Anthony said, the interest. Um, but first of all, changing processes when things are good is very hard oh, to do. It's difficult, Because uh -huh. to quote a buddy of mine that said it once is he said, you know, here's the problem. If you're operating at an 80% efficiency, even at a 70% efficiency, making changes has a greater chance of you dropping below that's 70% because you're already above a 50% efficiency. If uh -huh. you're below a 50% efficiency, then yeah, you can make changes and odds are you're going to get better. But when you're at a 70% efficiency, it is a greater chance that you make a change and you go to a 65% than it is for you to eke another 2% going forward. Yeah. So hang on, hang on. Mm. Um, what that's... I think that's where, like, I'm running into this. I kid you not. We're going through this right now. The call I had right before this was with our, our acting controller that's coming in looking at all of the things and asking, why do we cut the ends off the ham? Okay. And a lot of it is just, you know, well, this process worked. Well, that's the way Grandpappy did it. Well, it's, it's the way that we did it in 2019 and 2020 and 2018 and 2007. Like, this is what's fed all of us. For the last eight years. Well, guess what? This is not the same world that it was five years ago, right? Our yeah. interest rates are two, two, two and a half times what they were when money was practically free. And so we we don't we can't make those same mar the, the same errors. And so yeah, now I'm freaking out and now we're trying to revamp processes and change things. But it didn't take it until there was a, an atmospheric shift in the market uh -huh. for me to do it because I didn't want to rock the boat when things were going well essentially it broke so i'm a, I'm a student of math I, I i love a lot of things math uh -huh. and i saw this and i'll let you look at it and then i'll send it to brian at, so i can over here it. yeah you could put it in the thing um there there is power in being even a small amount better one percent one percent one percent better And I'll send it to you so you can put it yeah, on, the, yeah, on yeah. the thing. I have, I have, I have do, heard but. this too. I've very much heard this, but in practical use, I just have, I don't know. I have, I have a hard, I personally have a hard time with, this is the way I've built the ship. This you is the way I've sailed. Yeah. I think this is, this is a, a human condition problem because like change is inevitable, but 99% of the world hates change mm -hmm. and they'll, they'll fight it because so my dad installed operate uh, computer systems for hospitals, computer operating systems. Um, and the one thing that was miserable for him is every single one of the staff was like, this is, this is dumb. This is stupid. The old system worked just fine. Blah, 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 blah. But the new system had uh, full integration. So, uh, uh, Scans done in radiology would go into the system, which could then could be pulled up in the patient's room when the, the hospital, they could see all the past ones. So like it was, it was a massive upgrade and it would help the hospital essentially, but they were running at that 70% efficiency. But they see the cost of putting in a new system like that at say a million dollars, just theoretically a mm. million dollars, right? But they see that that is... I'm, I'm talking Did more I of... Your thing? Yeah, it's, oh. it's fine. Uh, I'm talking more of like the 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 general rank and file. So like the mm. the nurses, the doctors, because they don't they even, were 
they were against doing something new because it's because a different it's, process. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And they're going to hit, let's say they go from 70 to 75% efficiency or 70 to 80. But for that brief second, you're going to go from 70 to 60 because they have to learn how to do yeah. a system. Sometimes you got to take down. a half a step backwards before you can step forward. Yeah, which when you have people's jobs on the line, when you have payrolls on the line, when you have bills on the line, That's taking that step, it's terrifying. It's terrifying. You have to take a step backward. And I know that in corporate America, you know, you have the tech layoffs that just happen and they're just, they're like, oh yeah, well, we have to cut, you know, liabilities and those liabilities have names and families and children and mortgages and, but it's okay. And they just chop it and and it's gone. Right. And as a small business owner, that's not how I, it, it, even when I had employees that were not do working at a top efficiency or, you know, the one that fell asleep on our bathroom floor, that was hard for me to finally sever that because I saw the potential of that individual. Mm-hmm. But I mean, right now we're running lean because we are. We're looking at, okay, what 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 are our processes? You're How trying to position change? yourself too. And uh anyway, no, I it's 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 a great principle. It's incredibly difficult. Cause yeah, I mean, think about somebody mm. last thing. No, think no. about somebody who has a salary, a nice cush job, and then they have to make that decision that they want to be an entrepreneur. That's a massive change. It's, it's, a, it's huge. huge. You have to take that step back. But when you take that step back, you could, you know, that bird in the bush could be much bigger versus the bird that's in your hand. Mm-hmm. And one in the hand's worth two in the bush. <clears throat> yeah. It could be four in the bush. But oh man, that's, that's, that's a different thing. So you were kind of forced into when you did yeah, it. it I, I had the, the, the carpet pulled out from under me and I, I fell and I was like, okay, I, I could just do more of the same. And be miserable, or I could finally, because in the yeah, but that three first three months was rough. My first year was rough. So we we just did taxes. We lost twenty thousand the first year. So we that's in in entrepreneur. That's not that much, but it's no, still for a start. I mean, I remember. I remember when I made my first three hundred and fifty. I talked to talked about last last podcast that mm-hmm. I made a three hundred and fifty dollar mistake, and we grossed. Four thousand dollars the first year we did in sales. Mm. That was a you know that was like a, a massive hit. Yeah, for yeah, me, yeah. Right to, to basically huge. lose eight percent of my gross because I made this mistake. So mm-hmm. anyway, no, I. But like you mentioned a long time ago to me, it's better to have made that mistake when it was three hundred and fifty dollars than when it was twenty thousand yes. dollars. And that's one of the things we talked again talked about in the last podcast. If you haven't listened yet, you should. It's amazing. It's all about um, what was it about. I, but the IP one or the one? The that, IP one, yes. Th- that'll come out after this one. The IP one's going to come out after this? Yeah, because this is going to be part two of the one that, that releases Oh, next right, right, right. Okay, so it's coming out. Surprise. Uh, hey. So orders all off. So, okay, here's my question, though, going back to this. Do you need to bring in a fresh set of eyes in order to help you know if your processes are wrong? Is that how you mm, restructure? No. So you, you don't you don't think so? Listen, you don't yes. think it's self? I think that people should, but I think that people they, do the wrong thing. So the company again that I'm working for right now, ten years ago, hired a consultant to tell them all these things, and they went, "Oh, this is, oh, this God. is great. This is important. All this stuff, and nothing, nothing happened. Happened. So it, you need to hire someone, but you also have the will have to have the willingness to implement what the person says. You need to be willing to change. Oh man, that's that's. Oh, you yeah. need to be willing to realize, like, <clears throat> hey, I've created chaos, and I need to make it order. Mm-hmm. And 
man. This makes me want to go back to the the river thing of is a river chaos or or not? Let's. Um, that's a great segue. Let's do it. Is so, a river chaos or is it controlled? <laughs> all I can, when you think of this, all I can think of is that Pocahontas song. <laughs> I look around the river bend. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, wow! I haven't seen that movie forever. Well, we we I have a I have a DVD player in my truck, and so that was one of the DVDs. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I have a technology that hasn't been used in ten years in my truck. I'm afraid. No, 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 no. And, and then you no. drop in your cassette and have a good time. Hey. Yeah. Luckily, I don't have one of those. But um, no, it, we, that was one of the movies that my wife picked was was that one. And I think a river in – actually, I think a river is a perfect example because a river is willing to change its course to the easiest thing. But at the same time, that change is slow and gradual. So I think a business needs to be the same way, that – it, it needs to be a process that a person can come back and understand and go with the flow. But as an easier process comes into being, that it has to be willing to make that change. Okay, so we're at like 200% of snowpack right now. Oh, that's going to be yeah. horrible There's, in spring. So There's going to be flooding. Talk about chaos. It's, it's coming. So that's my Easter. Look at this right here and where we're at and where we're talking about it and where each of us individually are in our own ventures. Right. And it's like, we know there's a problem up here in the mountains and eventually it's going to get to our front door. Right. But when do you actually, but when do you start to sandbag? When do you shore up the banks? When do you sandbag it so that it doesn't overflow? Because I know that our local government is just going to wait until roads start flooding, and then just shut them down and wait for the the water to recede. Because that that is a way to do it. Increase your manufacturing times. <laughs> That's kind of what we're doing right now. All right, hang on. Uh huh. This Google definition of chaos: behavior so unpredictable as to appear random, owning no owing to great sensitivity to small changes Ooh. in conditions. So, based off of that definition, I ain't seen no river is chaotic. Oh, where, where's where's the river going to be once all the snow melts in the mountain? Okay, so you're saying it's chaotic, but you're it's chaotic only when something is affecting it to be chaotic. Oh, oh, oh. Mm. what? No, I, I get that. You're saying that I, the I, river I is going to be chaotic once the snow melts. And causes it to become chaos. Or if a storm comes through and dumps a bunch of rain right. up in the and mountains. That, you're saying an outside source. So my, yeah. so my question then is, is it right now, the Teton River, right? Uh-huh. right? Next to where my campground is, it floats around. In Montana. Around. In Montana. <laughs> <laughs> that, that river, is it right now chaotic? Yeah. No. Not necessarily. Oh, oh, oh okay. yeah, baby. Okay, hang on. But I'm it's operating within a boundary, right? Yeah, so I'm seeing two pieces of this. Uh-huh. I think the immediate, if you're looking at it from an immediate, Anthony is correct. But, nope. Ooh, I like you, big butts. Nope, nope. <laughs> that big butt on that is if you look at, a, at the larger 30,000-foot view oh. at a river, it is chaotic. It's not. And it, if you also take random. over over like a, a long period of time too. Right. Well, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Like, like that's uh, your thirty thousand foot. Yeah, your thirty thousand yeah, 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 view yeah. is 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 time, time and, and perspective and, and perspective. So you're okay. looking at it and because like you look at where the Snake River goes here in Montana and <laughs> and how like man these people failed geography <laughs> bad. bad. 
They have no idea where they live. Go back and listen to episode one. <laughs> try, try, and you look at where it goes. Uh huh. And it's it doesn't have a the river's been right where we're standing right now. At one point, at one point, this it was, whole valley, the river has been everywhere in this whole valley. You need to do something about your banks quick because when the snow banks, which melt, one? S- SVB. We have to do something about all those banks. Yeah, all oh. Banks. Oh. Suisse, credit what, Suisse. What, what could he do? What could he do to those banks? He he needs to get something in order to what? Pour concrete? Like I don't. I mean, no. I mean, no offense. Like I don't. No, go go. Yeah, he'd have to lay down Riverstone. Riverstone. Where does one require Riverstone? <laughs> in a river. <laughs> yes. So like, what, <laughs> but I just I don't know. You can you can get no. truckloads of it. You need he needs to. Okay. No, you're you're not wrong, but here's what we're here's here's a, here's a prime example. Okay, uh-huh. here's a prime example, because right now I'm in the process of trying to learn. Excuse me, if this, if the campground that I have has a certain level of profitability. Yes. Right? Yes. Right. It's my nature preserve. I'm trying to keep it as natural as I can. To do something like that, we're talking about a twenty to thirty thousand dollar investment, more than likely. Uh-huh. Okay, between permitting and jumping stuff in and all of the stuff that needs to happen. It's, it's a, it's a fairly substantial setup. So I could sit there and say, well, I need to take care of this process now because there might be a problem later. I could let that river eat into it for the next five or six years and still make the exact same amount of money on that property. Then with I, no input, with no input, but right? also at the same time, what if the river comes through the spring and knocks out your whole peninsula? It's true. Or what if it comes through and even if we dump all that rock in and, and it, it still goes. And it wears away something in a different place or it, cause it, a different kind of erosion. And that's exactly what we've been running into when I talk to the Bureau of Land Management is they say, look, the problem is if you, you can dump a bunch of rocks here, let's say you get all the permission and everything else, right? Or even, you know, I dig out a trench about two feet in and just fill it full of rocks so that when it does eat, eat away, away to that point, it hits that barrier. It hits that barrier. So there's lots of things you can do. But what it'll do is now you've changed the river so that it's chaotic. Uh-huh. <gasps> it now hits that wall and throws it harder against the other bank. So now the other bank starts Erodes starts eroding. Or let's say it comes in, hits yeah, harder that's here. Yeah, not your bank. So swing around to the other side of mine, and now it's eroding at a different location. Oh man, it's it's not you. This is literally going into the process problem. Do you fix one process and create a new problem for yourself? That's exactly where he's going with it. Because yeah. right now. It's operating at enough of, a, of, of enough of an efficiency that I am able to continue. Because even if I lose another, let's say I lose another, let's, over the next five years, I lose another five feet. I use a foot per year, uh-huh. okay? I could lose another five feet on that bank. In theory, even though I'm losing it on that bank, there are possibilities of it not, of it actually gaining land on the other side. This was another thing that, um, that, that my, uh, the BLM was talking about is that you can actually gain land on the other side because as it hits that and then starts to slow... It will it, lead the sediment <coughs> on the other side. Exactly. So where, where you have that little... Oh, man, that's that's so weird. So in 10 years, it could be better. It, in 10 years, my beach could be larger, and which might, is where people want to be. You could also own an island. <laughs> and I could... It could be that it cuts right through and, and then, then you build a little bridge, a little bridge and then you have like... You have... what What is it? What's the campground called again? C3? Corner 3? Corner three. Oh, no, Teton Corners? Teton Corners. Oh, yeah. So Teton Corners becomes Teton Island. Teton Island, uh, which then we put a reality show out there and see who oh, survives. Oh, yeah, and see who survives <gasps> long is. So, but uh, what, I'm, what, I'm, what I'm getting Drop at there, though, is just this. Drop food off a helicopter. 
um, with people's farmhouses across the way, like, hello. <laughs> like, oh, I'm going to die. Oh. But we, uh, but, but that's, so, you know, do I dump $30,000 into something that might end up being, you know, not even worth trying to fight what is naturally there? Or if you don't, if you try and do stuff preemptively and then turns out when the problem happens, it's a completely different solution. So you dump $30,000 into preemptive solution oh. fixing when, the, when, when crap really does hit the fan. It's a completely different problem. It's like, oh, actually, I'm glad you dumped that $30,000 into, into patching all the potholes on Main Street here in Montana. Uh-huh. And instead, it wasn't that. It was that you spent $10,000 patching potholes. You should have just left the potholes and then in five weeks later just strip the whole road and Repave redo it. Do you thing. remember when they, they did all that new construction they didn't put in the proper drainage? And then the flood went right through the middle of campus. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that was that was crazy. Or another one where they they did all of this stuff, but they didn't they didn't set up proper drainage, and so that nature found a new way to drain. But and and so we're 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 hitting time. I know. I I want to hear as I just dumped all of that. Uh huh. I want to hear my because we have like you said we haven't gotten into and so we're not gonna, we're not going to get into how to set a process. So I think that's a that's a a, a third. Let's go into a third part, setting up processes. Now I'm going to have to create a whole playlist about processes. Yes, of course you That's are. Good. And then we're never actually going to talk about them. We're How about you make about a process about, make, about setting up that playlist? And then okay, we're gonna you got to keep oh. leading people on, Brian. After, That's okay. Yeah, lead people on. That's how Anthony's <laughs> we'll dating tease. life went. So hey! I want to hear, after everything I just dumped there about Teton Corners, about Rivers, about all that, Michael, what are your thoughts on that? Because you're the process person. Should I be digging into the should I, should I be doing all these preemptive how, items now? How long have you been on the property? Two years now. Uh, it'll be two years in September, yeah, so not that long. Seen, so, yeah, not terribly long. And um, click the link. Didn't mean to. My bad. <laughs> the thing is, really, you haven't been there long enough to really know how fast it's changing, how fast H- it's how moving. much how much has eroded. And in then your you're gonna estimate. see this spring, what a hundred year event looks like. Yeah. And then you're gonna say, okay, a hundred year event looked like this. This is what we saw change. You know, in in this spring. See, and I felt June of last year was a hundred year. Everyone was talking that that was you know with all the flooding with Yellowstone and yeah. everything. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, we're, remember we're about that. to have a hundred year event on on the Teton. I, I thought I thought the Yellowstone was a thousand year event. And you're on the you're on the Henry's Fork, but right? Yeah, right. Yeah, it's, it's, it's on the Teton River. It's on the Teton. Okay. It's on the Teton. It feeds it's South Fork of the Teton. Okay, okay. So anyway, we're we're gonna have a hundred year event on the on the Teton this year, and you're gonna see how much that property moves in a hundred for a hundred year event. And then, then you take that and you say, now I've got some data. Now you can use that data to say, is it worth it, you know, to put some kind of change in here so that it stays somewhat in where it's at? Or do we just let it, it's natural erosion happen and we're losing here and maybe gaining there, or maybe for every one foot you lose here, maybe you gain two feet down there. You know what I mean? Like, so you're building that process as you go, and you're you're trying to make small one percent adjustments along the way. So hang on, but what you just said now was wait for the problem, then take analysis, then change well, the no, process. But, but the, we know the problem is coming, though. We know thing, what's coming. The thing so, that I heard that was most important is gather data. You're you're gathering so data on that though. Don't just go with the flow. Record the process all the way through. So that way you can actually see when there's a problem. Because if you're not paying attention to how much erosion is happening, 
And then all of a sudden, half your parking lot's gone. But see, if, you're like, how did you get? How did I get here? We're like, gonna, you're gonna see the problem this year, and then now you can forecast what you're happening in the next ten years, and you can make a plan to be ahead of what's coming. That's hmm. so fascinating. That's data, data, or data? Data, data, data. It is data. Data is what you, you call, call your father. <laughs> data. <laughs> no, oh man, that's that's. Really interesting. So it, it, you do wait till there's a problem. You wait till a problem. You see where the problem is. We know the and problem's then you coming, problem. though. So it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a yeah. preemptive strike of sorts. Well, should I should I go out there and right now go go start dumping stuff in so that it has you know put up put up erosion netting on the river like this you know in the next two so weeks kind of curb the problem a little bit maybe i mean i or i'm cut wondering down a couple trees and dump them in like you said that uh, uh a couple times ago if you just cut down a couple big trees and put them on that bank and that yeah, would just cut down. put put more debris so that it's hitting the debris and slowing down before it actually hits the dirt the dirt no, um, it's not coming clear across your they were i mean so. my my instruction that they said is go underneath dig the dirt underneath and lay the grass down so you leave that topsoil this but make it so it that there's bit. there's the yeah. slope mm. but there, i think there's there's nothing wrong with with trying some stuff, you don't want to just leave it probably wide open. You know what I mean? But you got to. So maybe I put maybe even if I just did some some snow fencing, maybe maybe snow fencing on, you know, you lay that across the the dirt. Mm-hmm. You know, like they do chain link I, I'm, on. I'm you're, really you're kind of you're kind of testing the waters a little <gasps> bit though, right? Like with your process, hmm. right? So so maybe if you know there's going to be a problem, set up a a, a little bit of a test. Before it hits to see how much of a difference it makes. But yeah, but then you don't know exactly what difference. Because I wouldn't be surprised if that river's three to five feet higher than it usually is at least. Oh, last year we were at eight to ten. You were eight to ten feet higher? It was higher? eight to ten. We, was I mean, it over the, the parking it lot? It flooded my whole parking lot. It flooded your parking my lot? Far, my my, 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 uh, my farting uh, lot. Uh, <laughs> what do you do in the parking lot? <laughs> uh, my farting lot. <laughs> that, that's <laughs> the F one that you were saying. Yep, that's it. But uh, what is happening? Oh, it stopped! I keep bumping this thing. Chaos. He knocked over the dragon skull, and now the dice isn't spinning. That has been spinning for two and a half months, and you just just ruined it. Well, it's because you added the cheese balls. I don't know why those. The cheese ball. It's tax write off now. Oh gosh. So (laughs) anyway, but I but I still look at it and I say. Do you know to go out there and do some preemptive stuff and spend how much money do I spend? Because I still don't know what my well, you, investment you is going really to look like. Quickly eat up all your profits for the next what? five years. And I'm going to argue that if it's a if it is a hundred year event that we're going to see, then is it even going to matter the stuff that you throw at it? Like probably not, right? I don't think it will. I think if if you're going to see that much water come through. I'm gonna argue that fencing is like uh, not gonna make a difference because you're just gonna come back in your whole parking of Buick in the way though. Now we're talking. If I just drop a couple of Buicks just right in the river or and a it just bus. <gasps> oh, if only I owned a big bus and just put it. Could you imagine though if it was so strong it just picked that bus up and just where the bus was <laughs> gone, <laughs> just rolled it down. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, oh man, it's... people are freaking out like the children. Think of the I, children. I do think the most important part of it though is just. Collecting the data, right? And then you can see where you need to move forward. And then you can start to make projections. Because right. it could be that all the erosion that happened last June is as far as that erosion within limits yeah. is going to happen because last June was there was a lot of water. I mean, mm-hmm. 
So, I don't know. But that means that we've had two 100-year vents in the course of a year, though. So then, does global it really warming, Brian. Yeah. No, it's climate change now. Uh, global climate changing. They they've they've moved the goalpost. <laughs> changing room. Um. So, what what the the points that I've heard is collect data. Oh, look at you taking my job. That's great. I I'm I'm trying to to move Rabbit it around. I know I got you. Uh, collect data. You need to be willing to implement change. Mm. Um. So when you find a problem, instead of just dealing with it. Like find someone who knows what they're talking about and and implement the changes that you that you need in order to be successful, and then either find someone who is interested or be interested yourself in making those changes because that was a big one. If you want to have, uh, uh, if you want to be a grinder, is what the one that you said. Yep. You grinders, need to f- minders and finders. You need to find a finder if you want to be a grinder. For your business, and so I think th- were, were there any other big key points that you that you guys? I think it's hard to sum them all up in there. Yeah, I, th- I think I feel like I won on a couple things, but I can't remember what I won, so it doesn't even matter. And the Chaos River thing. Yeah, I won. That was it. <laughs> I I think we said that you won in the short term. That's all that matters. But right. okay, a, okay. Win's a, so, a win's a win. Yeah. Snitches get stitches. In the in in in. <laughs> No, no, I, I won't go there. Um, but uh, no, I, I, I think that we should do this. I think we should do another one again with, with Michael back and talk about how to implement processes. How to implement well, And develop processes. Develop too. processes. And develop, implement, implement. And I would even say brainstorm. Like, I would love to hear brainstorming on things like new product. Uh, maybe that's a different episode. Yeah. But, but I feel like that there are certain processes that I take when it's ready to, to develop something new. And what does that look like? Instead of just saying, this is my good idea, let me go ahead and, and, uh, and run with it. Instead, <laughs> instead you, uh, uh, you have a process in, is this going to be viable as a product on the market? You know? Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, that's weird. That's, that, that's not weird. It's, it's, <laughs> so it's just fun. a word that just came out of your mouth. <laughs> For that's I, I, so I use conjugation. Interesting and, and weird are the ones that I use because it, it's, it's, it's a process that I've never really taken the time to think about. But so if you want right. to find out more about processes and, and implementing them and developing them and all that jazz, uh, follow us, like us, subscribe, all that jazz, whatever your platform asks for. So much jazz. All the jazz. jazz. Jazz hands. Um, leave a comment. <laughs> it helps us become more discoverable. Uh, the podcast is available on Wednesdays. Audio versions available essentially everywhere. Podcasts are available. Videos available on Rumble and YouTube. And uh, thank you so much for watching. Oh, yeah. Thanks for having me over. Denachos. No! I knew it was going to happen. Huh. Should have started a process. I'll, I'll, you can take it over. Okay. I'll, you can sit here next week. Excellent.